What it do, what it do. Welcome into the Common Fan. <laughs> I'm your host, Austin Dunstan, here with Nathan Massey. Massey, what's up, man, besides those weird dance moves you were just hitting? <laughs> um, other than that, I don't know why, and maybe it's this way every episode and I just thought about it, but that music sounded slower than usual. It's the same music, bro. I promise. <laughs> I, know. I don't know. Maybe I got too into it because I was dancing. Maybe you're just slower than usual. I mean, that is a very likely possibility. <laughs> bro, it has been a long week for me, too. I know I'm not playing college baseball like you are, um, but it just it's only Tuesday, and that feels not correct. It feels like it should be at least Friday. Yeah, no, I agree. And we, we play tomorrow. So I got to get... I gotta get more sleep, man. You look ti- you look tired. You sound tired. You're ugly. No one can see. <laughs> no, okay, time out. That was unnecessary. <laughs> like you could have just stuck with the first two. I know. Well, we're doing audio only. If you haven't already guessed it, I don't have pants on. You can't see. So, um, dude, I'm telling you, man. This is if every the vibe is weird. Uh, <laughs> things could go anywhere at this point in time. Massey, how's your baseball season gone? Oh, it's actually off to a pretty pretty good start. We. Um, we're two and one on the season. We had an extremely exciting game the other night against uh, Southwest. We we won six to two. I'm trying to think of the score. Sorry, we won six to two, but it was a lot more exciting than it sounds. It was a very close game, very intense between both teams. We're conference rivals, um, which I guess you can kind of say with everybody, but especially this year because we are playing pretty much every team. I think like eight times due to like the COVID restrictions. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we've been split into sides. And so we're only playing half of our conference as far as actual conference games and all of those teams who play them eight times. So I'm excited to see where it goes as far as how intense that game was, because I think that the next, I guess, seven or eight games against them will be pretty exciting and it'll be very high energy. We had a crazy good play by uh, my boy KD. He robbed a home You play with Kevin Durant? No, I do not play with Kevin Durant. Oh my God. What's that like? It's pretty cool. He's really tall. No, yeah, I saw the video you're talking about of him robbing the the. I don't know if it was a home run, but it was at the yeah. wall. Yeah, no, because I, I thought the same thing from my angle, just for me, because like the video he's talking about was from behind the plate, which obviously I'm a catcher, so I'm behind the plate as well. So, r- quick run through the that play, he hit it, and I was like, okay, we got out of the inning. That's a pop up, and then he pimped it, which is where he like threw the he bat. He pimped it the hard, bro. Yeah, I mean, if it would have gone out, it would have been really demoralizing for us, but like I would have been able to appreciate how cool that was for him. But um, he pimped it, and I was like, oh, gosh, he knows this field better because we're playing at their home field. So I was like, oh, he must know this field better than I do. Maybe that's out. And then the next thing I know, I see our center fielder, Katie, who I just mentioned, was just running through the outfield. And I was like, maybe there's a chance. And then he just jumped, slammed into the wall, and we all – I mean, we blew up. If you ever – if you all find the video or whatever, the place was way louder than that video gives credit for, and it was loud in the video. Um, and that's with not as many fans as you'd think. Um, but, yeah, it was a huge game. Uh, pretty good start to our year. I think that we have a chance to make some noise this year, and um, I just hope we keep it going. So, Natty coming to Jackson, Tennessee. You heard it here first. Grand Junction, baby. <laughs> Grand Junction. Is that where the uh, Junior Jim College Gordon. World Series is? Yeah, Grand Junction, Colorado, I'm pretty sure. Colorado. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be sick. Out of all the places, or I guess, that, let me rephrase that, out of all the levels to have like a super sick venue other than just the venue itself, like I feel like, Colorado is way cooler than Nebraska. Yeah, I was about. I thought you were going to say like that Colorado was random. I was like, it is, but not as random as Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah, like obviously Omaha is sick because of 
the tradition of what's happened there all over all these years. But as far as just like the area that it's probably in and, and the state and everything, Colorado is so much better than Nebraska. You ever been to Colorado? I have not. I've just seen pictures, but it looks cooler. Dude, that's where I'm trying to go for spring break, which is slowly but surely approaching. Oh, my gosh. It feels like it's forever away, but it's a month away. Me and my buddies are going to try to go ski. Well, we're going to snowboard. Um, we're, we're men, so we, we, we snowboard. We don't ski. I was actually going to ask why snowboarding or skiing, which I would Because also we're like men. <laughs> okay. Let's <laughs> move on from that. Uh, well, Okay, continue. Sorry. I have something to bring up pretty good on that. No, go ahead. What were you going to say? I wasn't going anywhere. I was just going to say, when you said that, it took me a second to process this, but in my entire life, I still have never had a spring break because I've played baseball my whole life. So season, like, yeah, we've taken some cool trips with our high school. Shout out Coach Lamb for that one. Um, so we took some cool trips and everything, which was a spring break, but we didn't go with like our buddies or like our families or anything. Like we've never had just a spring break. Yeah, I was like that for a while, and then I did have spring break, and it's sick. It's a lot of fun. So Maybe when my playing days are over, I'll have – there's just no way I'll have a year of college left without everything's going. But hopefully when I'm, like, mid-20s, we can get the boys together and have a not-so-spring break trip because we're all out of college at that point. But you know what I mean. Yeah, I totally feel you. Um, well, I haven't been playing baseball. I've been playing school. Uh <laughs> Man, it's going all right, I guess. Dude, I have two presentations that were due today. Um, notice how I said that were due today that I have postponed to do and to do them until Thursday. Wait, I made them <laughs> do Thursday. So I also have a test tomorrow. I got a test. I got another test tomorrow, too, as well. So I've been kind of on the grind. Been going to my paranormal psychology class. Uh, I'm not psychic. I did find that out. <laughs> Okay. Okay. That's a good update. I wish that I was, but, uh, we took this, we took this quiz, right? I, I guess it was like a test and he had like four cards and on, or I, I think it was five. And on the cards was one of them had a squiggly line, a star, um, a circle, a plus sign and something else. Right. And so he said, okay guys, so I'm going to give you this piece of paper and what you're going to do is you're going to feel in your head what you think is on the card that I pull up, right? He's going to be like, okay, so really focus. And he'd like pull up a card and he'd be like, all right, card number one. And we'd all like write down, you know, star or whatever. And he'd be like, pull, all right, card number two. And then so we did that for 25, right? We did it twice for 25 guesses. How many, do, the average, the average is five. You average people get five correct sidekicks get like 15 or 10 or above right how many do you think i got three. Oh my god maybe you're a sidekick because i got <laughs> three on both of them swear <laughs> <laughs> the only thing i knew was last week he was like okay we're gonna take this we're gonna take this uh this test next week this is what's gonna happen clear your mind let's see if you're psychics and the only thing i knew i got in there and i was like actually when i left last week i thought to myself that first card is going to be squiggly lines. It's going to be, it has to be, it's going to be. 
so I got in there, wrote down squiggly lines, and bro, that was one of the only three that I got correct. Was the first one was squiggly lines, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> and then oh, we're off to a hot start. I did, bro. Well, I didn't. Okay, so I had to hand off my my card to be graded by somebody else, so we all didn't, so we didn't cheat. So yeah. I gave it to the guy next to me, and all I could remember was I knew that that first one was squiggly line, dude. <laughs> so when he said number one squiggly line, I was like, <gasps> I was like, oh, bro. So I was like peeking over at him, dude. It looked like he was writing a lot of check marks, which mean which meant you got him right. And so um, he like he our teacher goes, okay, did anybody have more than ten correct? And the guy that was grading my paper like twitched a little bit my heart dropped i was like oh i was like oh my god i had more than 10 and then he didn't raise his hand and i told him that he got two right he only got two and two on both and i was expecting him to be like yeah you got eight and seven he was like no uh you got three and th and three so moral of the did story is more than 10? do what did anybody get more than 10 yeah there was one guy in the class on the other side of the classroom that got 10 on one of them which is kind of oh. scary because I mean, I guess you have a, like a what a twenty percent chance to get everyone to get a guess right because it's one out of five. I think that's the correct math. I'm a communications major. Don't come at me. Um, <laughs> but the most he's ever had anybody get right is he had a guy get fifteen correctly on both tries, which is kind of crazy to think about. That is wild. That's impressive. I would take him to Vegas immediately. Oh yeah, dude. I well, I was heading straight to Vegas if I had ten. <laughs> I was getting out of class right then. I was going straight to the airport, B&A carpet. I was going to say hi to you, and I was headed straight to Vegas, putting everything I had on squiggly lines, whatever that means. I was going to put all of my money on squiggly lines. I can just see you right now going, hammer it. <laughs> hammer squiggly line, bro. Hammer it. That's the only thing I knew. Um, but other than that, I haven't really been up to much. Just trying to make it by, trying to graduate. Um but I, I did I did sleep in uh, one day um, <laughs> in my, my parapsychology class is at, at 9, and I woke up at 9.05 at one point, but I still went to class, so. So you're just a little bit late? Yeah, I was like 30 minutes late, and he let us out early. I sat in class for probably 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so as I've mentioned before, I only have one class on Zoom, right? I, I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> We're all online. I hate you. Well, Trust me, I would rather be in a school where I have I'll a trade. plethora of I'll classes to take. I'll trade. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so I have two classes right now, and only one of them is on Zoom. The other one's all online. Um, so I have Tuesdays and Thursdays from 9.30 to 11. We have not made it past 10.20 yet. On in, on in that, I think 10.20 was the syllabus day, and I think he just has more of the syllabus to go over than the actual class. And I have actually taken... We, I think he explained it today. I think instead of four exams, we take 10 quizzes. So we just take a quiz over every chapter or something. Um, if you can't tell, I've run out of classes to take. Yeah. Um, didn't you tell me you made 100 on your archery test before we got li went live? <laughs> yeah, actually. What I did. does I that did. mean? What do you mean you, you made 100 on your archery test? So he explained archery today in class. Oh, so uh, you didn't shoot arrows like, like Robin Hood. No, but fun fact, we actually have to submit a video of us explaining how to, I think, how to shoot a bow and arrow. Right. And that sounds great in concept, especially if you're in class, because there's probably like an example bow that everybody uses, all that good stuff, right? Um, but yeah, we just have to send a video. And all I can imagine, and I know you aren't going to be able to see this because it's audio, but us just standing there with our left arm out, because I'm right-handed, and me just pulling the string back, and then being like, that's how you do it. And I just, 
I don't understand how that explains <laughs> that we learned anything. So, I mean, I'm going to go with it because hopefully it'll be a easy grade. Bro, but you know, know, you know, okay, this is, this is the part I don't get, right? So, have you heard your parents or anybody that's old? I'm not, wait, hold on, wait, pause. I'm not <laughs> calling your parents old. Um, <laughs> if you guys are listening, I'm just, I, I'm not, I'm, no, that's not what I meant. Older than us is what he meant. Yes, there we go. Thank you. Have you ever heard, uh, Older people say like, yeah, I loved college. I took bowling or I took, you know, my handgun permit class or something like underwater basket weaving or scuba diving. You know, have you ever heard anybody say stuff like that? Yeah, I've actually heard. I have a friend at UT that um, she's in scuba diving. Yeah. See, like I here's what I want to know. Here's what I want to know. Where are those classes at, dude? Because here I have never failed a class in college. Knock on wood. I actually have a really good GPA. Right on schedule to graduate. 15 hours on the dot this semester. I have not taken a single class that was not required of me to graduate. Not a single one. I don't understand where these people have all this time to take these classes. I don't get it. And I would love to take bowling. I'd love to be, you know, that guy that's like, who do you think you are? I am. You know that guy? I'm talking about. I have no clue what you're talking about. Are you so that serious? Was, I watch you do that. <laughs> oh, you don't know who that? I'll have to send you the video. Anyway, he's a good bowler. That's so beside the point. Doesn't matter. I would love to be as good as that guy, you know, or Matt from from Wii Sports. Um, but I, I didn't have any time. I I never got to do it. So I don't know well, what these people are freaking talking about. I don't. I don't either. I mean, we're at. I'm at a junior college, so we clearly Wait, you don't are? have. Shut up. I really <laughs> don't have the funds in my school to produce classes right. like that, I guess. Um, but team and individual sports has been pretty fun. Like I said, we took a class or we took a test over archery earlier. Now, will I ever actually participate in a real life archery event? I'd say there may be a 0.8% chance, but it's pretty cool to learn about. Like I learned um, that if you shoot a bow and arrow in a competition and it goes through or it hits and falls down, you get seven points, which I feel like is a pretty good amount because the highest you can get is 10. So I know if you're professional, that's probably not good. But like if I went and shot and it went, th- I, I don't know how they go through. I just feel like that'd be really hard. I am so lost. I'm so okay, lost. Like imagine the target. Okay. Right. Yeah. And you're shooting at the target. Right. And you hit, there's like all the rings and you're trying to get, I think it's like zero through 10. I didn't learn that much. It's like zero through 10 points or something like that. <laughs> okay. Like a big so, boy darts essentially. Yes, literally. So that, so imagine, have you ever, okay, so you've played darts, right? So have you ever yeah. thrown a dart and it hits the target and it just falls down? Yeah. Okay, if it was archery, you'd get seven points. Is that like, or is if, seven points good or no? I mean, it's above average because you got to think if it's zero through 10, then five is average. So seven's like, I mean, pretty good. God, dude. <sighs> I would just hate to shoot a bullseye and it go through the target and get seven points. Like that would be annoying. Yeah, I guess, man. I've never even watched an archery event so you just I played on Wii Sports before, but that's about it. Yeah, bro. I I liked Wii Sports. Um that's what I was referring to with Matt and the bowling. Um but this <laughs> yeah. this all to say, this is this whole random long tangent to say, uh I haven't really been doing much in school. Um, not really. Uh, except for actual schoolwork that's not really that fun. Um, I do want to say something. I guess we can go ahead and jump into sports because I kind of have a quick rant, and it's not about the Super Bowl yet, but we'll get there, I promise. Okay. 
Okay, let's hear it. I take back every good thing that I have ever said about the Nashville Predators, bro. I think my third strike last one was like the Predators they're going they're going to be good cuz they looked like world beaters their first two games. World beaters, bro. I have watched them get killed like for a week straight. No one knows what's going on. I cannot believe they are this freaking bad. They are terrible. I mean, yeah, they are playing like the Tampa Bay Lightning right now, who's probably the best team in the NHL. But my God, they were 2-0, looked absolutely stud-like, and, and now they can barely skate. Dude, I swear to God, I just watched Victor Arvidsson fall in the middle of the ice. He just fell. I don't know what's going on, man. And and the fact that that they fired LaViolette last season, in the middle of the season, to hire this John Hines loser, loser, blows my freaking mind, man. It blows my mind. I can't stand to watch it. What am I supposed to watch? Basketball? Like, I love the Razorbacks. They just beat Kentucky tonight. Shout out yeah, to Yeah, watch that. Shout that out to game. the boys. I can't watch them. Every time I watch them, they lose. So I just get updates on my phone. But when it comes to March Madness, if they make the tournament, I will definitely have to watch all of this to say, man, I've said a lot of good things about the Predators. I have lost so much hope for them. They are very, very bad, hoping kind of for a little bit of a, a reverse jinx here. Um, I know you're not all that into hockey, but God, dude, oh, it makes me so upset. What? I, why do teams get like so hyped up and then never live up to the hype? I don't know. And I, I mean, that just sucks because I remember it was a few short years ago when we were in downtown Nashville watching them. And I'm pretty sure the Stanley Cup Finals, if not the Western Conference Finals. Um, it was Stanley Cup, yeah. Yeah, so we were watching. With, that was With fun. guess who our coach was. Yep, that's right. Peter Laviolette. So. Yeah. No, um, no, yeah, I'm definitely – I don't follow hockey as much as I follow other sports, especially not football. Um, but, no, I, I mean, I like I like hockey. And I've always said this, and you can ask Dunson, I've said this 100 times. If I could go back in time and pick up one random sport and play it throughout my childhood, it would be hockey 100%. I don't know why especially like you just said, I don't follow it that much compared to other sports. Um, but hockey would just be sick. And I feel like I'd be a goalie because I, I don't know why, but for some reason in my mind, being a catcher just translates to being a goalie pretty well. And the likelihood of that being true is very low. But if it is, then I feel like I'd translate pretty well to that. Um, and also side note for y'all that can't see us, which is everybody that's listening, Dunstan is making this huge rant with a giant Nashville Predators flag right behind him, and that's the only thing that I could see in his background. Yeah, literally, I have a, a huge guitar pick Nashville Predators flag and a Titans Forever Eddie George and Steve McNair flag right behind me, and I'm just going off on the Predators. I actually have the game. They're playing right now. I'm watching them play right now. They're down 3-1. to one. Shocker, bro. Sh I'm shocked that they're losing. Oh, my God. Let's Side talk note about on the Preds, by the way. What? Um, I said sorry. Side note on the Preds, by the way. What I just brought up, I I really hate the stigma that Nashville is a small market, and I understand, I guess, why. Because yeah, it's not your New York, your Dallas. We're smaller than like the major U.S. cities, but if you're ever in Nashville, and I know most of our viewers are from or live right outside of Nashville, so y'all probably understand what I'm saying here. But Nashville is an amazing sports town. Like, the draft was unbelievable. I was there for the first night. That was so much fun. Titans games are always a good time. The Preds games that I've been to are always fun. And I just – I wish that there was more respect. And, like, the Titans, when we're good, obviously I'm biased because I'm a huge fan. But I wish we got more, like, coverage. And I wish the, the Preds weren't always just some afterthought unless they're having some crazy big season. 
Um, but I just think Nashville deserves more respect as a sports town overall. Yeah, no, I I agree. But you know what's going to happen have to happen is the Predators or the Grizzlies. I mean, even I know they're Memphis, but you get the idea. The Predators, the Grizzlies, the Titans. One of them is going to have to bring home a championship. I yeah, mean, no, I agree. And the I, Predators got I, pretty much the closest, I would say. I mean, the Titans did get close kind of last year. Uh, going they were to that, one yard away at one point. That's true. Well, yeah, that that that's true as well. But I mean, like, <laughs> literally, could not have been closer. <laughs> that's but yeah. That was also, but that was also twenty. Years I was about ago. to say that was the year. I don't. Were you even born yet? I was like three months old when that game was played. I mean, it's just it's just so long ago. I mean, and we think the Titans are super relevant, and they are. You know what? What? No matter what the big, you know, mainstream sports media says, the Titans are relevant. You don't have a two thousand yard rusher and not be relevant. But I mean, in order to get the respect, they're going to have to at least make the Super Bowl. The Predators are going to have to win the Stanley Cup. The Grizzlies. I don't know what they're going to have to do. I don't even pay attention to the Grizzlies because you know. I, I will say one thing for the I, I don't know anything about them. Their national coverage right now has taken a pretty big jump recently just because they have John Morant. And yeah, and I like John John Morant. The yeah. one of, this is a side note. My one of my biggest regrets in college is not going to watch John Morant play when he played Tennessee Tech here on campus. Oh man, you missed that one. Didn't yeah, you? I missed it. I didn't get I I don't know if I didn't get to go or I just didn't go, but I didn't go see it and I super regret it. But anyway, sorry, back to the point. I think I agree. I think Nashville is an awesome sports town. They saw what they did with the draft. I don't know if that'll ever be replicated anywhere. But I don't. I don't think. I don't even know if it. I, obviously, it could be. But I don't think there's a shot just because of the atmosphere that's in Nashville. And like I said, I experienced it firsthand. I was there. I was I also saw, there. Yeah, we saw all of the people there and just the stuff that you can do in Nashville. And I know that. Um, funny story about that. I just know all the little bachelorette parties were just pissed whenever they were walking down and there was 250,000 people there at 530 at night on just a random day that they probably had no clue about unless they were just huge NFL fans for some reason. Yeah. I guess if they were, they probably would have scheduled around that. Right. But no, that I just, that was one of the f- most fun things I've ever been a part of and ever done. Um, that draft was also a fun one for me because I called our first round pick and said that it was going to be, I didn't call it, but I said that it was going to be huge and he ended up being huge being Jeffrey Simmons. So I watched him get drafted live, which was a cool thing. Um, as also as a Mississippi state fan, clearly, but no, yeah, I think that Nashville deserves way more respect than they get. Um, yeah, no, I but agree. Hey, I'm going to ask. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to ask you a question by the way, cause we kind of mentioned it there for a second. So like you said, Derek Henry, 2000 yard rusher thoughts on him winning offensive player of the year, but not MVP and not even getting a vote for MVP. I'm not saying he had to win. I obviously we both are clearly going to say that he should have got it just because we're extremely biased fans, but not even getting a vote, not even a vote. He was one of, what do they say? Like eight people all time to have a 2000 yard season. Yeah. And keep in mind, one of the other eight was us again, Chris Johnson, but just as far as his campaign this year, I just don't understand the logic behind none of the 50 people even slightly understanding. Like, don't get me wrong. Aaron Rodgers had an incredible season. He destroyed the Titans when we played them. That's great, and that's fine. But there have been seasons like that. There was even seasons like that recently, and some people are saying that he, like, his stats were better, obviously. But, like, Patrick Mahomes had a great season. Josh Allen had a great season, right? They all three had great seasons. But Derrick Henry had a historic season and didn't even get a vote, not even one. It's it's, It's a quarterback award. 
I mean, yeah. I don't know how somebody can win offensive player of the year and then an offensive guy wins MVP. Like I could kind of see it if it was like, oh, a defensive guy won MVP and Derrick Henry won offense or and Derrick Henry won offensive player of the year. It's like, oh, so he just must have had a better year. But they play on the same side of the football. It's just it's just a quarterback award. It it doesn't matter if you rush obviously for two thousand yards. You're not even going to get a vote. You are one of eight people in what the fifty five years that the Super Bowl has been a thing. One you are one of eight people that has surpassed 2,000 yards in the regular season. And you can't even get yeah, a vote in the MVP? Why don't they just make a new award? I mean, most valuable quarterback. It, they make that its own award. I mean, I, mean, I don't yeah. understand. They're going to have to do something because it's just not fair. Anybody that knows anything about sports knows that Derrick Henry should have at least gotten a vote. Yeah, and, and to your point about the whole quarterback thing, don't I think, don't get me wrong on this, I think, Think that Justin Herbert had a great rookie year, and I think that he could have even had, just should have won the rookie of the year award. Okay, I'm I'm interested to see weird. where you're going with this. Um, so anyway, so I think okay, so like he should have won the rookie of the year award, but like Justin Jefferson had a amazing season as a receiver, and I don't even feel like obviously he was considered because he's one of the top two or three candidates, but like I just feel like we all knew there wasn't a shot of him winning it, and like AJ Brown had a crazy year last year as a rookie receiver. And he really didn't even have that big of a chance to get it necessarily. And it's just like quarterbacks just win everything. And I understand it's a quarterback dominant league. And like you've seen time and time again, the difference a quarterback Tom Brady can make on a team. But it's just insane to me that we, we do that with awards. Like you said, like, why don't we just have categories where, because there's already the best quarterback, the best receiver, the best running back awards, like everybody knows, but nobody really like you want those, but you definitely want MVP or uh, Office Player of the Year or whatever above that. So why not just have a most valuable quarterback, like you said, and then a most valuable non-quarterback? Because yeah. that should have been Derrick Henry 10 times out of 10. I absolutely 100% agree. But speaking of quarterbacks, we're going to take a really quick break, okay? And then when we come back, we are going to talk about the greatest quarterback of all time and what he did this season because it is Tom Brady. There is no other argument. I don't care what anybody says. We'll be right back after this. Keeping your business free from infection is serious business. Are you making sure your employees and customers are safe with solutions that are truly safe for them to use? If you're asking employees to use disinfectant all day, every day, make sure it's the right choice. If you want your customers to be safe, use the best products. Waltz D is an EPA-registered hard surface disinfectant that is FDA-approved for food contact surfaces. It's a new era of clean, built for the new normal, an environmentally friendly disinfectant that is safe, effective, and sustainable. Oh, oh hey, didn't see you there, but while I got your attention, just go ahead and follow us on Twitter at The Common Fan, Insta at The Common Fan Official, YouTube at The Common Fan Official as well, and all podcast forms at The Common Fan.
Welcome back into the Common Fan. If you haven't already, be sure to check out store.avcare.com. Use code TCF21 for 5% off your purchase. Okay? Support the brand. Support the boys. Waltz free. And also Waltz D. Dude, totally blanked right there. I was like, I'm supposed to be saying something as we come back in from this break. I was like, what is it? And then I remembered. And then I was like, wait, did I, did I run that ad? And I did. So... I don't I just like the, I like the Waltz Free twenty whatever the code TCF twenty one TCF twenty one yeah yeah it's, it's twenty one I just I don't know why I just noticed that but that was kind of cool. <laughs> All right, uh, am, TCF dude, by you, the way, if you didn't understand, stands for the common fan. Uh, yeah, 21. dude, I have my head's all over. I swear I have CTE. Yeah, probably so. I, I think all of the foul balls over the years hitting off my helmet and me just like saying, "Oh yeah, I'm okay," and I think I'm okay. I think it's just slowly getting to me. <laughs> you're i don't okay we're gonna we're gonna blow right past that okay tom brady <laughs> is the greatest quarterback slash football player of all time do you agree i agree and i'm gonna go a step farther he's the greatest at his sport of all time compared to anybody from any other sport yeah i no, think yeah. that there are good conversations for people um, like Michael Jordan slash LeBron James, like potentially Mike Trout, maybe down his career if he ever wins anything uh, as a team. Um, there's probably hundreds of random baseball players people can name that are have won a lot. Um, Messi, Ronaldo, um, Serena Williams, all that. But in my opinion, Michael Phelps, Michael Phelps for sure, for sure. I think um, I actually now that you say that they may even be one A one B in my opinion. Um, but just what it what happens when Tom Brady is on a football team is absolutely insane. You could almost put your money, you could literally put your money on him uh, just to make the Super Bowl. Not even to make the playoffs, not to win his division, not to win that week, to make the Super Bowl. And you would almost be even, and I'd say at some points during early in his career and switching to Tampa Bay this year, if you just put money on them to go to the Super Bowl, the way odds work, he would even be up money at this point, even though he's slightly below 50%. Yeah, no, you definitely definitely be up on up money because it's all in plus money. But dude, here's how crazy Tom Brady is. And I absolutely agree with you. I would love to disagree with you because you know I love to do that. But oh, Tom yeah. Brady is the greatest. He might be the greatest athlete to ever exist. Okay? And here's why. Listen to this bizarre stat. Okay? Actually, I'm going to I'm going to give you 3, really. So coming into this season, Tom Brady had the highest winning percentage of any active athlete in any sport. Highest winning percentage. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers had the lowest winning percentage in any sport. And Tom Brady comes in year one and wins the Super Bowl with the statistically worst team in all of professional sports. Think about that for a minute. Let's just take a moment of silence. Let's just all think about that for just a minute here. Bizarre. Absolutely bizarre. I can't I even fathom it. Yeah. Here's a, here's an, hold on. I want to give you one more crazy stat about all Tom right. Brady. Right, okay, and I was never a big Tom Brady guy. I was always like, oh, well, you know, he's it's the system, you know, he is, you know, the greatest of all time, but it's not that impressive, okay? Here, if you still think that, listen to this stat, okay? 
The New England Patriots and the Pittsburgh Steelers have the most Super Bowls of any franchise, and they're tied at six. Tom Brady himself has seven. Tom Brady has more Super Bowls than any professional football organization himself. And to take, and to take a step up on that stat, by the way, keep in mind, one of the two teams you named, all six of them were won by Tom Brady. <laughs> all Tom Brady. <laughs> so it's like Tom Brady and the Patriots won six, and he won one more. And then another franchise that has never had Tom Brady on their team has won six. So he has more than everybody, and the team that's tied for the most has it because of Tom Brady. And also, yeah, Bill Belichick, yeah. But we're talking about Tom Brady right now, so just let us have a moment. I just, I mean, we'll never see anything like it again. I think Pat Mahomes has a really good chance to win a bunch, but my God, the dude still has six to go. Now, granted, he has, uh, if he goes, if he plays as long as Tom Brady, he has 20 years to get those six, right? Yeah. But, oh my God, how awful... Did the Chiefs look? Do you, I have been saying it all year that the Chiefs aren't going to win the Super Bowl. They're not as good as they were last year. Yeah. Hey, can, wait. Can I say something real quick about something you just said a minute ago about Tom Brady? Yes. So we just went on a little rant right there about how Tom Brady is the GOAT. And one of the biggest arguments against Tom Brady is that he has all these rings because he is a system quarterback. Let me break some news to you. <laughs> Every quarterback in the history of the NFL has played in a system. Now, have some of those systems been good for those quarterbacks? No. And that's why their careers don't go that well. You have guys like Ryan Tannehill, who played in a system for like seven years, didn't win a lot. He went to another system and starts winning. Yes, there are more talented players, that stuff. In, in, but that can have factors. Yes, I agree. I understand this. But when you, when you call somebody a system quarterback, Everyone plays in a system. That is not a good argument, okay? Because he was in a system, went and won six Super Bowls. He left, went to another place, took that system with him because it works for him. There's a reason that they run it, and there's a reason they do what they do because it wins, and it shows that it wins. If there were no systems, it would just be chaos. Nobody would know what was happening. People would have completely different offenses every single year, every single week. It's just a terrible argument. Now, if you have somebody that just goes in there and hands the ball off 40 times a game and wins Super Bowls, yeah, you can say, well, that guy really didn't do a lot, but that's not what Tom Brady does. He does hand the ball off, but that man can throw a football. So just please drop the whole system quarterback thing. But sorry, I just had to say that and get that out there on the air. Let's get back to the Super Bowl. Yeah, dude, the, I mean, you were right on that, and you and I will give you credit. You did definitely say that the Chiefs weren't going to win. Um, I mean, Tampa Bay just looks so much better than the Chiefs did, and the Chiefs – I mean, Patrick Mahomes was just running for his life the entire game, the entire game. I saw a stat where he ran for like 498 yards of scrambling from the Bucks defense, 498 yards. You know how gassed some of you are? You know how many like just uh, insane plays that he made while running away and they looked cool and that's great. But you hopefully don't want him to have to do that. You want him to make those crazy plays from the pocket because that's what they're supposed to do. Yeah, I mean, there was it, and you you can't put this this Chiefs loss on Patrick Mahomes. No, not you at all. can't even come close to it because I watched Patrick Mahomes scramble for five hundred yards. Okay, at one point I saw him parallel to the ground in the air, avoiding a sack, throwing a dime ball, and hitting his receiver in the face, dude. <laughs> and he in dropped the it. face. 
I saw one time when <laughs> he did the same thing, rolled out left, was falling. He literally spun and threw it into the corner of the end zone perfectly, and it was dropped. <laughs> My man was literally running and probably yelled, 360 no scope and just threw it and on it a, was on a it was dot. a dart dude it was a dart you can't deny that dude's talent and yeah like you said no you can't way. put that on patrick mahomes at all no. the offensive line let him down um the bucks defense absolutely came to play that shows the value at the titans of what pass rushers can do for you and who they can help you beat when you have a good defense and i think and i say this all the time people are finding out all the time how to beat people other than Tom Brady. They're finding out, and hopefully the Titans can jot down a couple little notes after watching that Super Bowl, run that similar scheme. As I said, schemes work. Run that little scheme with our players, and hopefully it works. And hopefully we can beat the Chiefs next year in the AFC Championship, and then we can win the Super Bowl. I think... But, uh, sorry, sorry. I mean, I just, I just think that this was the year to beat the Chiefs in the playoffs. I mean, my God. They are, they are so good, but... One thing I was pointing out to everybody, including my dad, who I was going to – why I didn't talk there for a second, I was trying to get my dad on here. Because before the season, me and you and him actually did a common fan from my living room. <laughs> yep. And Dave Dunstan said these words. He said, Tom Brady is not going to take the Buccaneers to the Super Bowl, and you can take that to the bank. <laughs> it's almost verbatim what he said. I, and he told me, he's like, look, I, I, I'm going to have to eat my words. I have to because he was wrong and he's admitted that he was wrong. And I was about to call him up. I was just like, hey, Dad, what are you, what are you guys saying, dude? What's going on here? Because dodging, man. He's dodging. He, I, I know. I think I think he would have come on here and ate his words. I think he's busy. I know he had a, like a like a dinner tonight or something to go to. Um, but I just think, and even earlier this week, I think I think my dad put money on the Chiefs minus three. I've been telling everybody that the Bucks were gonna win. I didn't. I mean, because one, you if we we've watched Tom Brady for twenty something years now. When are we gonna learn to stop doubting Tom Brady? Okay. And number two, people were forgetting just how good the Buccaneers defense was, <laughs> and the Buccaneers overall. You know, I mean, honestly, and I know yeah. that they were seven and nine last year, but that is a talented roster. And actually, by the way, I will own it. I'm pretty sure on that exact same episode, I said that the Bucks weren't going to make the Super Bowl or something to the to the degree of they were going to take a lot of time to mesh, I think is what I said. Which, to which be actually, fair, they did. Yeah, which was true. They were seven and five at one point. Yeah, so, I mean, it was true. It took them a little while to get there, and then they ended up making me really wrong by winning the whole thing. But yeah, no, that um, I just I think Vegas would be a lot uh more poor right now if people would s- stop betting against Tom Brady because he's the greatest athlete of all time in every sport ever. So I just think that that's the, how that works. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Vegas, I want to bring this up. Okay, how about the streaker during the Super Bowl? I yeah, I saw he made he made like some hundreds of thousands of dollars off betting that. Oh yeah. I mean, he literally went in and he put $50,000 on over .5 streakers in the Super Bowl at plus 750 odds. I think he ended up making over $300,000, had to pay $1,000 to get out of jail. Yeah. What a genius move. Oh, my God. I'll say this, too. I would think that that would just be a dumb 
line to put up there as the Vegas odds makers because you're you were asking for that to happen. But at the same time, I would say that this is the one year of all years where I would not expect it to happen just due to the limited capacity that was even at the Super Bowl. And you're like, oh, yeah, no way it's going to happen this year. So that's probably why the odds were so good. I don't know what they usually are. I've never seen that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, ballsy move by that guy, but clearly it paid off. It's going to be on his record, but I think that the couple hundred Gs in his bank aren't really going to care about his record at this point. I mean, I don't think that any sports book will ever put out those odds again. I don't think yeah. that anybody will ever have another streaker prop bet. Yeah, no, you would. they would be dumb to do it because, like I said, now that somebody's seen the blueprint, they're just going to hammer it every time. Oh, yeah. I've been saying something along those lines for years, bro. I was saying that if I was like an equipment manager or, or like a water boy, I would go hammer the best odds. So, like, I think this year it was Blue Gatorade. I would go hammer Blue Gatorade for the for the shower, and I would make damn sure that that Gatorade <laughs> shower was blue. I'd put even, my life savings on it. Even if it was, like, some other random color that you could dye, I would just take so much dye and just dump it in the Gatorade. It wouldn't change oh, yeah. the flavor that much. It would make it yeah. a little more, bit more sugary, but... I mean, I might put in a custom color for plus 10,000, bro. I might make it magenta, preferably, you know, yeah. at plus 10,000. I'll put all of my money on it and just come out a billionaire. <laughs> yeah. Then you just hope that it was like red and you dumped enough blue dye in there to make it slightly purplish. Yeah. In my luck, though, like I would do that. I would be the equipment manager. I'd have it all ready. I'd have, you know, $50,000 on on magenta Gatorade. And then my team would lose Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that, but you know, bro. to win. Yeah, bro. Like you, you're betting on them to win as well. I might hedge my bet with the other team money line, right? <laughs> I might put a little bit enough to make back my money that I put on this. You know? <laughs> yeah. Hear me out on this though. You would just need to make friends with the other team's water guy. Oh yeah. Be like, hey, we're gonna hammer blue Gatorade. Oh yeah. And we're both gonna go to Kroger on Tuesday night or on Saturday night, whatever, the night before the Super Bowl, and just get as Tuesday, much blue as that. That's the last day off before the stuff starts, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. I literally, when I said Tuesday, I had full confidence that that was going to make sense. And then as it came out of my mouth, I was like, that makes no sense. Anyways, just make a buddy, hammer the money line, go buy the, the blue dye, and just dump it all up in that Gatorade. Make some money off of it. Yeah, man. What el- What else we got? What else has happened in sports? I mean... Tom Brady's the GOAT. We talked about it. The Super Bowl is over. I mean, the football season is over. Sadly, this is the last time we're going to get to talk about it until maybe the Oh, draft. we're going to talk about it. I mean, yeah, but, like, it's not the same, dude. I, I can't yeah. stand it. I hate that football season's over. My girlfriend's very happy that football season's <laughs> over. But joke's on her because Tennessee Tech, the Golden Eagles, national championship coming in 2021, start their games in like two weeks. And I'm going to go to every home game I can. But they only play seven. That's so sad. They play seven games. What are you talking about? Tennessee Tech plays football in three weeks. Are you serious? Yeah, bro. All OVC, FCS schools are playing like... This in the spring, remember, like way back when, bro, they were like, "Oh, well, we're just gonna postpone the the football season to the spring," and it was like, "Well, that's not gonna work." Well, FCS schools were like, "Oh, well, we're gonna make it work, okay?" So they're gearing up to go here in like two weeks, man. So we still have football to watch. 
They're going to yeah, play like mostly on that. Sundays and stuff. Like it's going to be during baseball season. It's going to be during basketball season. Now there's a football season here at Tech. There's so much going on. I mean, that's kind of sick. Though. I honestly, I totally forgot about that. I don't know if I just got caught up in all the other stuff that's going on. But like you just said, by the way, baseball season's here. And I know for oh, yeah. me, it started about a week and a half ago. Um, I know neither of us just overly watched the MLB, but I'm excited for baseball season to start. Um, Trevor Bauer going to the Dodgers just stacked the Dodgers even more. Um, I know that my boy Yadier Molina is coming back to the Cardinals along with Nolan Arenado. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that the Cardinals win a World Series this year. It's been a little while. I kind of grew up uh, a little bit lucky, a little bit... uh blessed i guess some would say that my team won a few world series when i was a kid um so it's been a while though so i'm hoping for another one here soon yeah man i'm an orioles fan so eventually i will care eventually i will eventually eventually not right now right now i I don't care i'm more focused on college baseball and the razorbacks are far superior to the mississippi state bulldogs always will be Uh, they'll be right there at every turn just ruining their chances to go to omaha per usual actually really it's always Ole miss um i hate Ole miss why can't we just both go to omaha the best man wins well, the best man being the Razorbacks, yeah, if that's the case, that's <laughs> no. fine. We can both uh, go, but you'll just, I mean, the Bulldogs will come home as losers. Um, which we have done recently. But So has fair, Arkansas, bro. They had the worst college world I was, series. I don't want to talk about it, dude. It haunts me. It, it haunts me every, you know, every I had day. I a friend that was there. Well, I blame your who? What friend? It was Caroline, the huge Arkansas fan. Uh, I was going to blame her, but I like her. She's cool. Never mind. Caroline, if you're listening, I don't blame you, but I kind of do. I blame Carson Shaddy. Believe it or not, I still believe a college 20-year-old guy's name that played baseball at Arkansas. His name was Carson Shaddy, played second base, and he dropped that foul ball and cost Arkansas the College World Series. Uh, I think that Bomb Stadium is also way better than the guy or whatever you whatever you Mississippi Stadiums call your place. You talk about Duty Noble. The bro? What is it called? The dude. The bro, the dude, the dude, the dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dude. That's a it's sick noble. name. It is sick. Look, I yeah, will say a this. Sick name, bro. Yeah, Damn, well, bro. Is. Oh my god. It is. It god, is. That's a sick, dude, bro. A dude. <laughs> Let's be honest, though. I think even though we we love to talk crap to each other about our college baseball teams because we're actually both really good, but Mississippi State and Arkansas's fields are, I mean, oh, have to be two, two of the the two best in the country. Yeah, I was about to say I was about to be generous to say at least top five, but yeah, I I personally believe they're at least. Two of the top three at absolute worst. Oh, I mean, yeah. And then I think, I'll be honest, I think they're interchangeable. I mean, I think yeah. that as far as facilities, I, I think that the dude is probably better because it's newer. But as yeah. far as atmosphere and um, add-ons and the hog pin and stuff that the, the Bomb Stadium has, I think it's up there too. I mean, I think they're interchangeable. They're both great places. We should try to go watch watch a game. And uh, I'll be up there next spring for sure in Fayetteville. But I'd like to go see one. I've never been to Starkville, actually. I've only ever been to Oxford, which is the armpit of America. It is garbage. <laughs> I've been to Starkville a few times. Um, I went and watched them play a few college baseball games when I was, I mean, way younger. Um, and I don't even think we were at nearly as good at the time because now we're kind of like a powerhouse as far as the 
our success here recently. But yeah, no, I'd be super down. We like we've mentioned before, we were both in Arkansas one weekend together. (laughs) Hold on. Wait real quick. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I'm filming this at 10 o'clock at night. My roommate is out there, Peyton Terry, who's actually been to Fayetteville before. So he's listening out there. And he texted me and said, Arkansas may have the best college baseball stadium of all time. The hog pin is unmatched. I promise that's coming from a non-sports fan, really. (laughs) <laughs> okay. I mean, I respect the opinion. I wonder if he's ever been to Duty Noble. I haven't uh, ever been there. So I've been, not bomb, I've been to the bro. Yeah, no, I've, shut up. I've <laughs> been to the, I've been to the old one. I would really absolutely love to go see the new one. Um, As we mentioned before, obviously. Is I've, it turf? Been, it was when I was there. So I'm assuming it would still be. Yeah. I guess. Um, so they didn't build a new stadium. They just added on. No, they built a new stadium. They didn't redo the field. They like upgraded a lot of stuff. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, Yeah. I get it. I get it. So it's like I personally hate. I hated turf fields. I don't know how you feel about them. I love them. We actually played the one in Southwest this weekend in Memphis at Millington. Um, it was super nice. The the turf was at least. Uh, Yeah, I'm a huge fan of turf. I like as a catcher, I love the true hops that you get. Um, off balls in the dirt, like trying to block them up and everything. Um, but yeah, I've the ones where we played at in Belmont. Obviously, we're from near Nashville, so. Playing at Belmont was always fun. Vanderbilt was fun whenever we, whenever we went up there. Um, Southwest was cool. Lake Point in Georgia is always fun. Yeah, I love catching on turf. It's one of my favorites. I, not during the summer because that is stupid hot, but other than that, I love it. I mean, I don't know, man. I just I played shortstop and the hop stayed true, and there was never really a bad hop. But and you felt faster, jump higher. I don't know. I just always like traditional better. I like getting dirty. I mean, and plus yeah, when you slide the- and you slide past the bag. It kind of it, it kind of uh, really throws me off. Hold on, I'm getting a call here. Okay, I'm okay. getting a call, <clears throat> and I believe it's from my father. Hel- hello, Dad. Is this you? hello? This is me. Hey, well, you're on the Common Fan. Welcome to the show. Well, great. I thought you were going to call me to be on the Common Fan. I, mean, I tagged you on Instagram. Well, I texted you. I wanted to be an. I wanted to be an uncommon fan. Listen, we're having I, some well, trouble with that right now. Okay, we're working on it. Okay, right. but I texted okay. you. To be fair, I texted you. I said, "Can we call you on the you Common did. Fan?" You took ten yeah. minutes to reply, bro. I, I did. Well, I was with a group of people, and now I'm not. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, we're just and, calling. And then, and then, right after that, it said, "Never mind." So I was just calling you to yak. Oh well, let's yak on the common fan real quick. Let's just talk about real quick, um, and then I'll let you go, and then I'll call you back. We can yak after this, okay? Um, right. Kind of referring back to a topic that we were just talking about, Tom Brady being the absolute greatest football player of all time. Uh, why don't you tell us about your take you had right before the season started? Oh, I said he was absolutely not going to take <laughs> Tampa Bay to the Super Bowl, and there was no way he was going to win it. How'd that go, Dave? <laughs> uh, I, as predictions go, it's not one of my bads. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Uh, we hey, were... but you know what? Hey, more power to him. Yeah, I mean, I mean, who all? There was only a handful of people that thought a forty-three-year-old could go. Because, because, all right. So check this stat out. Tom Brady has the highest winning percentage of any individual player in any of the four major sports. Yeah. Tampa Bay Buccaneers prior to this season had the highest losing percentage of any team in the major four sports. Right. Who, who thought that one 43-year-old man could go into that place and change the culture like he did? I mean, that's kind I mean, of it, what it, we've it, been talking it, about it, this whole time. Dude's an absolute stud. Credit. 
I mean, love him, hate him. You got to give him credit. He went in and did the job. And, you know, even uh, Bruce Arian said it, you know, he was the one guy that came in and got everybody to believe. And it maybe just kind of goes to show you what we've said all along, that the the line between great and suck in the NFL is it's a pretty fine line. You just need a couple of things to go right. And you're right there. And they had it all go right. Plus, you know, you know how I feel about winners and leaders. When you got somebody that can lead that people will follow, it you know, it's it's not it's always a good thing. I agree with that. But Dave, I got a question for you. So we also right. uh, we talked about this earlier when we when we were on this topic. I, is it and something I was wrong about again? No, 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 no. I, this is just okay, I just right, I want okay. your opinion <laughs> on this. Um, I don't know. I only want to be wrong once a show. <laughs> okay, okay. That I mean that's all fair. Right, I'll okay. give you that one. Right, so anyway, so the right. question is. We got to discussing, obviously, we all agree here. You just said it that Tom Brady is one of the greatest football players of all time. Do you think, A, he is the GOAT at football, and B, is he the greatest athlete at his sport in any sport of any player ever? So is he the best in football, and is he the best in sports as an individual? I think he's the best quarterback to play the modern game. Uh, When you start comparing records, a lot of the old guys, like, Pre-1970, weren't playing as many games. Uh, there was a lot, a lot of different rules. But, yeah, I think he's the greatest football player in modern-day modern sports. As far as the greatest athlete, I, I don't know. I mean, what, what, do you, what, do you, what classifies you as the greatest athlete in all four sports? He can't outrun anybody. All right. No, well, well let, let, let me let me rephrase this for you. Let me give you a little okay. bit of perspective on this, okay? All right. All right. So I think it's a toss-up between Michael Phelps and Tom Brady as the greatest athletes of all time. Now you can take that as you will. I mean, yeah, he's he's not the greatest athlete, right? He's not the fastest. He can't jump the highest, but he is the greatest. Let's say competitor. Yeah. Of all time, I think him and Michael Phelps are probably neck and neck. What do you think? It's well. Uh, it's hard to I, word I, this because the the term is the greatest athlete of all time. So we're not talking about athletic ability as far as like who can run the fastest, who can jump the highest. Like athleticism is usually measured. We're just talking about their performance and their sport. Well, I think what you're talking about is is Tom Brady more important to professional football than. Michael Phelps is to swimming or Michael Jordan is to professional basketball or Willie Mays or, uh, you know, Babe Ruth is to baseball. That's, that's the question you're asking. And it's, it's, it's a subjective question. And, you know, one that you're only going to get opinions as answers. Um, and I don't know. I saw a poll and 60, I think 60% of the people voted for Brady, 30% voted for. Uh, Michael Jordan, and then everybody, and then there was a category for any other athlete, and I think they got ten percent of the vote in that poll. So, I, it's it's a great discussion. You, you, I mean, and now all it's really going to do is cause an argument between somebody that's really passionate about their side of it, because there's there's really no way to. I don't think there's any way to to quantify it. Uh, but as it relates to football, yeah, he's he's the best he's the best quarterback to ever play the game. Uh, all right. Well, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you being a big enough man to admit that you were wrong. I don't think I could do the same because I've never been wrong in my entire life. Um, well, that's not entirely the case, and I have a book to prove it. <laughs> but, 
But we're going to, since it's your show, we're going to roll with it. Absolutely. Well, all right. Well, hey, Dad, I'll holler at you a little later. Thanks for coming on. All right. All right, boys. Have Appreciate a good it. show. All right. Thanks for you. having me on. Absolutely. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, there you have it, folks. Dave Dunstan has ate his words, eaten his <laughs> words. <laughs> I do think that he brought up some good points in the sense of like, um, being the GOAT, it is a lot performance-based, but just as far as impact on the game, um, Michael Jordan, I know everybody wants to say LeBron or Michael on who's the best at basketball, and I think that Michael at his time grew the NBA like we had never seen anybody grow a sport before. Um, it was already huge when LeBron got here, and now it's even way more huge. That's not correct English, I know, but like it's way more huge um, than it was whenever he entered the league, so I think he's grown the sport tremendously. Um, but I mean, you, when we look back in the record books and we look back on the NFL for our first 20 years of life and for everybody else from pretty much 2000 on, right. You can't mention the NFL from 2000 to 2021 as it currently stands without mentioning Tom Brady. You just absolutely can't, you can't, he's probably even dominating the conversation about what he was able to do in that time frame for that era of sports. And you got to think like we said, there's like what, 55 years of the NFL as the NFL, not AFL and NFL. Right. And what is that? So two fifths of so 40% of the history of the league was just about dominated by one player. Even if he didn't win the Super Bowl or win the MVP, his team was in content. You had to beat that guy. Yeah, he was the guy to, to beat. Yeah. yeah. So when 20% or sorry, 40% of your league um, in its history is ran through one guy, you absolutely have to acknowledge what he's done for the sport. And and as much bad publicity as far as people hating him and good publicity as far as people loving him and giving him credit, it's all publicity in the, at the end. So, I, I mean, this man is just, he ha, in my opinion, has to be the GOAT. Has to. Absolutely, man. Well, hey, look. All right, well, we're kind of out of time here, so I'm going to go ahead and kick it to third strike. Massey, what do you have? Give me a banger. All right, so I kind of mentioned a little bit earlier when we were talking a little bit about baseball, and we're going to get more into that when baseball comes. But Yadier Molina is coming back to the Cardinals. He's been my favorite player growing up. I know Scott Rowland and Albert Pujols kind of had my heart there for a little bit when I was younger. But Yadier Molina, in my personal opinion, and you can come at me with whatever other person you want to say is, I think Yadier Molina is at minimum number two greatest catcher of all time. I think he's number one just of what he's brought on the defense side of the ball. A lot of people want to pull a batting average and all that stuff. But look, catching is a defensive position. And I know there's been a lot of great defenders in the MLB over time as far as the catching position goes. But what Yadier Molina has done for the last just, I mean, what, like 15 to 20 years, however long he's been in the league, Yadier Molina is the GOAT. He's my favorite player, and I hope that we win a World Series with him, get him one more before he retires. All right, I like that one. My third strike, um, I haven't really thought about it, but what I'm going to go with is the Predators just got beat 6-1. to one. Six. <laughs> Goals. That's going to go since we started filming. Yeah, they've scored three times since we started talking here. Three times. Predators have scored zero times since we started talking. Something's so, got to change. I don't know what they've got to do. Firing Laviolette was obviously the stupidest move. Stupidest? Most stupid? I don't know. That was weird. We it was a dumb, thing. yeah, yeah. It was a dumb move, and I will never stand behind, I'll never get behind it. I want them to be successful. I love the Predators, but oh my God, let's change something up here. That's pretty much all I have. Massey, do you have anything else to add, buddy? Uh, root the Green Jays on this season. Show Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, roll Jays. Roll Golden Eagles. Roll Preds. Roll Preds. Bye. Love them all. We'll see you guys next time. Peace out.